When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you. You're listening to the Jersey Cool. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. Hey, everybody get serious and get classy real quick, all right? Because we are not only joined by the wonderful Liz Williams from the Scariest Things podcast. Hey, y'all. Um, but we're talking A24. So yes. please, everybody get classy. Put on your cardigan with the little patches on your elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, put your glasses on, even if they are not even prescription. They're just hipster. Mm-hmm. And let's talk A24, y'all. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, first of all, uh, Liz, for being here with us. I got to take quick issue real quick with the people over at Scariest Things. Just real fast. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> no, your your best of 2023 was hilarious mm-hmm. and, and amazing. Um, I love you guys. And everybody out there, if you're not listening, go check out the Scariest Things podcast. Their best of 2023 will make you pull. I literally was pulling over to write down the names of all the movies I need to check out. Except talk to me. Right, except that one. You got you got a few wrong, but that's no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, if you took my list and Liz's and just flipped the best mm-hmm. and worst, they'd match perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so thank you for doing this. And Liz, I gotta give you credit because you chose the two movies tonight, The Black Coat's Daughter and Saint Maud from A24. And holy crap, do these pair together beautifully. They do. And these are two of my favorite A24 movies, and I am an A24 snobby horror fan i love a slow burn and i love this bullshit that oh, they have brought us oh me too floods my years floods yep. my academic basement special yep. part of my basement <laughs> it's all in back cobwebs um, <laughs> but <laughs> see now and we have to mention that that's the episode Mm-hmm. I know, right? We're we're classy. A twenty four with the cardigans, yes, and the vaginas, um, <laughs> and our pazuzu, and the pazuzus. <laughs> no, so so originally this was going to be our in our December slot, um, because it's Marissa's birthday in the month of December, and you know when it's your birthday month, you get to do whatever you want, and she had the little sneaky bee thought that she's going to torture me. Her air quotes best friend um by making me watch a bunch of a24 movies which you know this character that i play on our podcast hates a24 movies 
Um, so <laughs> it's fun and it backfired on her for this episode because obviously this I is failed. the very first watch for me for Black Coat's Daughter and St. Maud. And Ooh. guess what, fucker? You loved I them really both. liked both of these movies. You know what? I quit. damn lot. <laughs> you know what? The the end is nigh. Um, I can't. <laughs> I can't believe. Of course, Liz. You know why? Because she chose yes. two such good ones. These are like, good. Really these are and good. I'm sorry, but these are. I'm gonna say it a little A24 light. Like medium, medium, medium. I think really medium. okay. Okay. Yeah, I think medium. I think black coats daughter is it's kind of heavier. more a 24 because it's just like does it even make sense like is it being um i don't know trying to be sophisticated just for sophistication's sake <laughs> and not really pulling it off yes also the name but, of like, my memoir. i like it yeah yeah <laughs> sophisticated or sophisticated but sake. not really pulling it off cool it. <laughs> but not really, but not really, not really pulling it off. it off the marissa story <laughs> <laughs> on lifetime so, next year but you're right these are a little bit i don't know I think they're I think they're a good gateway into A24 because you can have some really crazy shit like lamb and then you can have some stupid shit like they made spring breakers. And spring bre- like, one of their biggest first yeah. biggest. Yeah. Yeah. Or bodies, bodies, bodies was not yeah. really A24. Yeah. Um, or Tusk. Which oh. is, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're so right. So a couple things, you guys. First of all, I want to give some trigger warnings before this episode. I'm going to use words like elevated horror. And oh wait, no, did I get that wrong? An art house cinema. I might say mm-hmm. cinema just to bother people. Ooh, can we call the film? These aren't yeah, movies. Film. These we aren't watch movies. films. These are films. So I wanted to be films. fair for audiences. Watch out! I'm gonna say all kinds of obnoxious shit. And also, spoiler alert: we're gonna talk about these movies in earnest. Yeah. Um. And last but not least, um. Also for for the seasonal effective people, maybe A24 is not our best bet for this for this time of year. Why not get? It's like. Like watching Lars von Trier during the winter mm-hmm. for funsies. Like, why do I do this to myself? Now, Liz, respectfully, I think you're so much more hardcore than I am, so you wouldn't even blink at that. But um... <laughs> no, I love Lars von Trier. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I mean, love in air quotes, right? As much <laughs> as anybody could healthily, as say much that. as you could, really love Lars von Trier. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so I'd like to, if it's okay, dive into the history of A24 a little bit, just because and and Liz, you're a pretty hardcore A24 fan too. Um, yes. How, like what so I think this is more than just a film house at this point I think it's like a I don't know it's like um, a lifestyle it's a vibe <laughs> it's like a yeah it is it's a lifestyle brand. my lifestyle really brand is. is a horror fan <laughs> I mean as I'm kind of looking through their roster I think kind of where a 20 like I've seen a bunch of these you know like starting kind of in like 2013 2014 but I think the one that really said like a 24 and put its stamp on their vibe is 2016's The Witch or yep. the VV, the Vivid, uh, Robert Eggers super period piece that, you know, with Black Phillip. And then from there, they just kind of like shot out of a rocket with all of these art house cinema films. <laughs> See, yeah. I them. They can't complain. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I know that technically speaking, there's a lot more history there, but for me, what put them on my map as a horror fan was mm-hmm. definitely, uh, definitely The Witch. And I only cared about the fact that something was A24 after The Witch came out. So Correct. I'm with you on same, that. Same, same. Yeah. Um, I think they try to go back a little further. Now, the other thing I love about them though, is that man, they've stopped, started making everything like, dude, everything everywhere all at once. One of my all-time favorite films now. Like, 
they are just making stuff that is just genuinely good and worth the time like the whale like oh my god Mm -hmm. i could gush about all their stuff but i looked at the list of everything you know i i did the like wikipedia to see i wanted to see how many i've seen and there's not many that i've seen but Mm. two that i did not know were a24 movies that i absolutely i don't want to say love but really enjoyed was room Okay. And also Swiss Army Man. I thought, uh, I mean, I think uh. that would have was one of the, one of the first like beyond Harry Potter things that I had seen with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. And I really, really liked that one. But um, yeah, Room, I saw a handful of years ago because I picked up the book at like a thrift mm-hmm. store. Like it looked interesting. And book. I read the book and then like it said on the book, like now uh, a major motion picture. So I sought it out and I, I really did like that movie. Yeah. I think also like Green Room is one that a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, horror fans, but who may not be into the artsy fartsy horror are going to recognize from A24. And I then- agree. You got your total artsy fartsy horror with like the lobster and killing of a sacred deer and lamb. So I th- these ones are a nice, a nice yeah. medium. Jackie would poke her eyeballs out if she had to sit through lamb. I'm, I'm, I'm yes, calling it yes. now. <laughs> Cause I almost did it. I love this I agree. Shit. Yeah. I agree. That was really one where talk about slow burn. There's like three minutes at the end of the film where Seriously. like anything happens, but I still and, loved it. And I, I, Yes, I would have turned it down again. Yeah. Um, me too. I, I always say that like I'll give things a try. If nothing else, 2023 proved to me like that's the year of let's give stuff a try. Mm-hmm. Um, I lasted 45 minutes watching Skinamarink. So I feel like if I can at least last 45 minutes before I turn it off. I could I could give a twenty four. I can dip my toes a little further in the a twenty four pool. You was that only like had number three? Like eight minutes more to go. And scary. Yeah, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do it. Whole page couldn't do it. I lasted uh, forty five <laughs> minutes and I had to tap out. I couldn't do it anymore. I still think I'm missing something. I'll go back. I I'm a, like I feel like every horror fan that I love is like, did you get it? It's so good, I love isn't it? it? I know, and that makes I me love yeah. It. Every- I but I we saw it. it. I saw it. In, I mean, is that it's not a twenty four? Is it? I don't know. No. Um, I saw it in a pitch black silent theater, and like everybody, it, like was holding their breath. So I think it was just like where you saw it. I don't know. Jackie, would you like to say how I saw it? <laughs> no, I would not like to say. <laughs> but no, I think most of the time, like with Thanksgiving, for example, I'm always going to be like, Liz, I love you. I love that you love it. I'm never going to fucking love it. I'm always going to feel this way. When Skinnerick, I'm really like, I got to go back. I'm missing yeah, something. Go like back. It's, yeah, I'll check it out again. Um, but yeah, but Thanksgiving was terrible. Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally mess with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Eli Roth at another time. <laughs> oh, I'm taking you back. I'm, you're coming back for an Eli Roth episode because mm-hmm. you are the only person I know who defends him this aggressively. <laughs> I love him. I said I no there's no explanation, to- though. I don't know why. It's just... Uh, I can't wait for you to meet Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but anyway, I so guys, I did lock myself in a dungeon and with in the Pazuzu dungeon with my, um, like with a dry erase board and some string and stuff. I think I mm. came up with the five things that definitely make A24 stand out. And I'm going to give credit to most of the articles that I stole all these ideas from in the show notes. But first of all, it's true that they give their filmmakers total creative freedom which is ballsy and doesn't always pay off for them but Mm -hmm. it's 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 also they have the mike flanagan thing where they reuse and trust the same the same actors the same directors writers all that good stuff right 
they kind of use what I'd like to call cheeky, sneaky young people shit for advertising. Like they don't, A24 knows that people like you and me are going to get suckered into their, their world. And they Mm. know that in order to make money though, they got to sucker the people cooler, younger, newer, not to say you're not young or cool, but like, they got I am neither of those things. (laughs) (laughs) We're the same kind of people. Um, But like, they need to sucker in the mass market and they do it Mm -hmm. with like technology and shit. We're not into like TikTok. (laughs) Um, And then I also think I'm going to do my, like the yogurt voice here, merchandising. It's so strange to me that A24 is such a recognizable brand when nine out of 10 young people can't list studios to save their lives. Right, right. You know? Well, I think that like for merchandising, they put out the cool shit. Like when Talk To Me came out, I was like, boy, if they do not make a fucking hand sculpture, the, like they are missing out. And then it yeah. comes out, you know? And it's like, beautiful. It's a thing of it's beauty. It's awesome. They yeah. have Marcel the Shell. Like, oh, of course, who doesn't Marcel. want a Marcel? And the <laughs> they have the um midsummer yellow A-frame incense burner. I was like, got to have that. Like they, they get me. I have pins. I have, oh they, they'll do like cool um, collaborations like with um, clothing designers. And so cool. It's all limited drops as the kids would say. Cool <laughs> the kids shit. would say that. So I'm, I'm into it. Oh my I God. Love it. I want an auditor of the month award so bad for my office. Like, oh, nobody would get that reference to it. It would just be, um, <laughs> But yeah, I want all that stuff. And I'm not usually big on being like, I'm not usually big on wearing the merch of the stuff I love, but man, they get like some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want it. Um, So they're doing something right there. Cause not only do I think it's cool, but so do cool people, which is really yeah. weird. That never overlaps. <laughs> all right. So let's dive into these movies though. Jackie, you want to start with Black Coat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I was, I'm, I'm mind blown. It's so good. It is so good. Yeah. I, I wish I could have seen it better. Um, it oh was yeah, like dark. physically see it. Physically, yeah. It was. I had my. I was watching it on my phone, and I had my phone up to like mm-hmm. the highest brightness. And I mean, and this is not just strictly with this movie. There are tons of movies that are like this, where I'm like, "Can you play?" I get it. Atmosphere, mm-hmm. spooky, creepy. I can't see. I can't see shit and I'm missing something. <laughs> so I can't stand when movies are that kind of dark. Like do it like they used to do in the sitcoms where like when you turn off a light, like a blue light comes off. I don't know. I was kind of annoyed that I couldn't really see a lot of stuff. Now, luckily that wasn't the whole movie. It was just certain scenes. Um, but overall, um, I mean, like I said, I have one gripe with this movie wait a minute time out you just griped about that movie for five minutes eh? <laughs> no yeah. that's because of yeah, just the lighting that's situation. production value oh, yeah that well, is i agree though i can't director. see either you yes. have to watch it like in oh, in really? the dark you can't watch it in the day because you can't see it at least i yes. couldn't i love that your grandma commented it was too dark turn it yeah. up i can't turn see. up the lights i couldn't see it i yeah. thought i, I right. knew that i would be missing elements of the plot um but like i, I just, said it wasn't yeah. every scene and I did giggle because when I turned, I had to, I watched it on my phone as well. And when I had to turn it all the way up, the brightness, I thought of you complaining on the chat about that. Uh, yeah. But I hate <laughs> to say that because it's such a beautifully shot, beautifully acted, beautifully paced film. Like I hate to No, I agree. That. Like I said, my- it's just the like, lighting the, was a little rough. The lighting right. was my problem. And Fair. when we get further into the movie, when we get to like the spoilery ending, mm-hmm. I have another gripe. But oh, okay. aside from that, I, I have to say that like, 
this didn't feel very slow burn for me. I don't really know how we define slow burn, but like this one had me really engaged right away. And like, I, like, you know, I felt like every sometimes like, okay, I'm going to just bring up the witch just because I have very little experience with a 24. And that's probably the one that I like the least of all that I've seen that one. I felt like there were just so many scenes where I'm like, okay, what's happening why are we doing this Mm -hmm. with with the black coat's daughter i felt like every scene there was intention and there was purpose and it moved the story along and quite frankly like what i liked about it is there were so many times where like they could have taken this movie in five different directions i'm like is the guy that picked up the girl is he gonna do something dirty to the girl is he a good guy is he a bad guy is she a good guy like you know i feel like it it opened up like i could not have guessed the ending because i feel like the story allowed this to go in it could have gone in so many different directions and i really like that about the plot so okay totally to all of that Mm -hmm. and i love that you loved it i would argue it is a slow burn yeah um liz no i think you know what since the structure of the story is kind of we have our three characters of cat rose and joan that maybe each segment is its own little slow burn because you kind of get it in three acts where you get a a middle burn (laughs) it's a medium burn i just think yeah i think it's completely so engaging that you don't mind or notice which is yeah. awesome can we take a second to acknowledge oz perkins aka dorky david from legally Blonde? i know can you even Mind believe blown. that son of, of this, anthony perkins really oh my I god knew he was anthony explode. perkins son i didn't know mm-hmm. i never looked and he's the dorky kid the from legally blonde yeah that doesn't have you never seen Legally Blonde, Jack? I saw it probably when it came out. Okay, I, okay. I think I saw it. Okay. That scared me for a second. <laughs> like we're going <laughs> to pause and yeah. we'll come back in two hours. <laughs> I was so scared for a After second. After you're ready there. to bend and snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that from you, Jackie, because you just need all things girly comedies. Um, I also did not know that he did Gretel and Hansel and I Am the Pretty Things. I was kind of blown away. I was like, wow, I actually really like him as I want to see more this is all stuff i really enjoyed i have not seen the i am the pretty thing that lives in the house i mean i've seen it like on netflix to come up and now i think i'm gonna have to watch it i don't know why i haven't watched it yet also i pulled the wait who's why is cat look so familiar for the whole two hours before i was like oh my god sabrina like yeah (laughs) sally draper yeah yeah i was (laughs) i i like her i think what it kiernan shipka kiernan shipka yeah i re i everything i've seen her in i really like i liked her in mad men i loved sabrina sabrina was great i think she i really like her a lot so do i and i think so it's her it is lucy boynton boynton and um emma roberts yeah and then James Remar, which is I just know him as Richard from Sex in the City. But hundred percent fans of the Warriors, he's from the Warriors. Oh, he's, he's also from in the Dexter's. Warriors? He was he oh, was that's Harry. Right. Dexter's he was Dexter's dad. dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's Whoa, where guys. I know him from. A lot of mind blows yep. tonight that yep. I, I didn't yeah. put two and two together on. Uh, he's only ri- yeah, he's from Sex in the City. He's to Richard me. from Sex in the City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, so there's so many amazing things to talk about. Real quick, though, you couldn't really cut off somebody's head with that wee little knife, right? <laughs> I mean, nope. Anybody else wonder that? 
enough, quick work enough of it. time and determination, you know, you could do anything, anything could happen. Yeah. You could do anything. <laughs> I just, in my head, I was like, what if I were in my psychotic break era, I would think maybe I could, this little knife's too little. Um, yeah, I mean, you got like the adrenaline flowing and your, or the demon flowing, depending the on demon how you flowing through you. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's, I mean, that's the million dollar question, right? I think that more so than St. Maude, the argument could be made that this is an ambiguous ending, right? Yes. But I, this is one film, like, and I feel like this is what makes it a, a good film to me is I love it. I want to watch it again to see what I miss, but I also want to read everything about it because I know I don't get it. Like, like I'm pretty smart. (laughs) I don't get this film. And then when I'm reading something, I'm like, and then you want to go back and like, look for clues. And I still don't think that I would have gotten it without reading because if we're spoiling this, it's that Kiernan Shipka and Emma Roberts are the same character, just nine years apart. And they, they could not have picked people who look less alike than Kieran and Emma Roberts. We, we okay, if we're getting to this, here's Just my yes. little in blood. <laughs> yes. I my gripe is with the casting of Emma Roberts. Right. And it has nothing to do with her performance. Cause I think, you know, she's she's an okay actress. I don't think mm-hmm. she's great. She's okay. I think she did well in this, but I don't think they I think they needed to cast somebody who looked older because quite frankly you put all those three girls together they all and the same age. they could all be the same they could all be high school girls mm-hmm. the way they look That's and so fair. I, I don't feel like it was as effective when we get the revelation that um Joan is cat cat right like, I don't think it really made that much. Like, I was like, oh, really? Like, that's where you went? Because I, like yeah. I said, I, they okay. are all, Kiernan uh, Shipka was, I think, in either 19 or 20 when they made this movie. And mm-hmm. Emma Roberts, I think, is like six or seven years older than her. But, like, when you're casting a movie like that, like, they, they just generally look the same age. Like, they mm-hmm. both look mm-hmm. like young women. I mean, and- A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my my big my big takeaway gripe is I wish they would have cast an actress to play Joan that looked a little bit older. I know right. you don't look terribly older ten years later for the most part, but I don't know. No, I just felt was, like, yeah. but was... you don't look like a complete different person, <laughs> you which is why I was thinking yeah. like this is the trying to be sophisticated for sophisticated sake. They're trying to be like, there's Pulling no the way family. you're going to get this. Yeah. Be like, I know. Cause it's two freaking yeah. different people. <laughs> well, that is such a good point because I guys, I'm going to own it. Liz, thank you for coming clean. And Jackie, thank you for just blaming their, their casting. I didn't get it. I had to Google it. And then right. once I got it, I loved it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I realized that she was her at the very end, but like throughout mm-hmm. half of the movie, I, I not only can you never see this coming, but you're right. It's not sophisticated. It's literally an entirely different actress. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but like the, you're, yeah, that's so true. You guys, I, Man, I mean, I'm a I know buff, I'm a they didn't want to make right. Kieran and Shipka play both parts. Cause then, I mean, you yeah, get it right away. away. So they're trying right. to fool you, yeah. but like, yeah. They could have at least had, I don't know, something like, like a, one of the fanning or a birthmark or, or something right. like there, something that you would say like, oh, is that that person? Yeah. But just because so they're true. both like skinny, young blondes right. yep. does yeah. not mean they're the they're same the person same nine years later. Yeah. I, so. I don't know. I and I also like I, so true. I 
I did like the ending, like even with the little casting snafu, Mm -hmm. like because in my heart, I want to believe that this was not a psychotic break. Like Satan was like, hey, girl, hey. And she was like, yes, let's let's do this. And like and then I love that, like at the end, when the Joan character comes back and tries to like, like, hey, hey, Satan, I'm back. And there's no response. And she's so agonized that like she just went through that last nine years, like that scream at the end when there was no Satan there for her. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, so I want to believe that like this was not a psychotic break. This was not in her head. Satan was there. He was like, hey, you're like crazy for him to come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. When she whispered, when she turned her head, it was like, don't leave me. Please don't leave me. I was like, oh. Like yeah. it was so oh so good. Wow. And I love that, Jackie. I, I think it's open to interpretation, but I I, yeah. I think the academic feminist jerk in me wants to read it the other way. Because <laughs> it's more fun that way. But I will argue that if it's read as a possession film and I love it that way, mm-hmm. there's so much great feminism to be had there too. Like because it's so woman-centered and ironically written by a man, but so woman-centered and so interesting about like repression and the idea of her being so desperate for connection and she being so lonely that she would beg for the demon back is yeah no i love the really whole cool. like yeah. the whole idea of like it's a possession and then she's and broken like, by almost it. like the stockholm syndrome of like she got possessed and then was like yeah i'm okay with this like right. i'll accept this i'm okay with this and then when it leaves she's like no don't leave like come back possess me again and so at the end when she kills again you think it's just because she was so enamored with being possessed or because she was so broken by it I, I think that she had been away from it for so long. She was coming back to like recapture that again. Like she's like trying offering. to be like, here, like I'm doing the oh, ritual again. I, I never read it again. that way. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And so, so yeah, I was like, no, end, she had a psychotic break. If Even if you agree that she was possessed, she's now having a psychotic break as a result of the possession, which is probably what would really happen anyway. Yeah. And like, I don't right. know. I just really like the idea of like her trying to recreate her ritual and- mm-hmm not getting the same result and then just kind of like walking away from it like well what do I do now like I've just wasted 10 years of my life trying to get to this moment (laughs) and it it didn't work and Satan's not here and what am I now I'm just an empty vessel yeah heartbreaking Yeah. yeah no matter which way you read it the her begging for the demon to come back after it's exercised or her being that crazy either way it's just delicious to me like it's for lack of a better term it's also what i love about a24 at the risk yeah. of sounding snobby yeah. like oh the, the, just the writing and the and the beauty behind how you can read it is just so perfect to me i just i love the idea of how many ways you can play with the concept of possession mm-hmm. and then juxtapose it with mental health stuff and like you know, like the fact that I felt like she was in an actual mental hospital while he was doing that exorcism blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I it think was, she was. It was such a beautiful contrast between like the constant fight between mental, like, you know, like, is this just a girl who completely lost her shit? Is this a girl who was possessed and then lost her shit? Either way, it's tragic. Or can you read it as she was just so evil and wicked afterwards that she didn't give a shit? Like, there's so many ways you could take it, but either way, it's such a fun study of, like, humanity. And that's my mm-hmm. my magic ingredient for, for A24, too. The little sprinkle they put at the top is that every movie makes you, like, look at life a little, uh, just a little different afterwards. That's their magic. That's, like, their bam. And be able to talk about it. Yeah. And yes, never- thematically. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, you can say, no, this is what happened. I feel like you can still read them all 
most of them multiple ways. One of the things I liked, and again, this might be me just reading it in a really weird and fucked up way, but you know how Kat kept going up to, what's her name, Lucy, and like smelling her and saying, you smell pretty. Yes. Mm. She was like smelling her menstruation, right? Like she was, that. that's kind of how I took it, that she was, so she was smelling the I've never been more proud of you in 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 a moment than right now. I feel like you have been warped into loving a twenty in this moment. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. of menses, you talking have of the menses of her pizoo, her monthly pizuzu. She was smelling. That's that's how I took it. That like she kept saying, "You smell pretty." And I then when the girl more was like, "Oh, you. finally, I got my period." Right. I was like, "I was like, oh, that was she was doing." And then I was like, <laughs> "That is the most Marissa thing you've ever said on this show." Just so you <laughs> well, know. Well, let me. Let me piggyback that with one of the reasons why I loved Satan so much was like his shadow, his outline was kind of like the same outline of Emperor Kuzco from Emperor's New Groove, which is one of my favorite Disney movies. So that's another reason why I'm super on board for it being real Satan. You're you're Team Pazuzu here. Yeah. I am super Team Pazuzu in this movie. Oh my gosh. And I love it so much. But yes, I I think that's a beautiful analysis that you extracted from that, Jackie. Jackie, you'll be, yeah, you'll be loving a24 note you'll be watching the no witch time. and talking about yep how yeah. life-saving life, life-changing it's been for you <laughs> you'll like the whale oh, <laughs> such a beautiful I, movie. I did cry in that one. oh god i ugly cried but yeah. yeah i jackie this is to me this is it this is this is not how i wanted this to go i wanted you to be miserable <laughs> but the one silver lining <laughs> is that you finding the beauty of the a24 film like makes me yeah. think there's you're gonna be talking about artsy horror soon too and getting booed off stage okay i'm so proud of you yeah um so yeah mm-hmm. so thank yeah i i totally agree what else do we there's so much i feel like we're missing so much of what makes yeah i'm looking so i'm looking at my notes oh wait is that the reasons why i thought she got possessed oh yeah because um, she got her so, period no no so i have i'm trying to read my notes and I have written down the loneliness of religious oppression mm-hmm. when everything mm-hmm. is a sin and they want, what do I have? I got to read my handwriting. When everything is a sin, you want what they tell you is bad. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was my thought. That's of, profound. I love that of, that's gibberish for her. She's like literally reading mm, like the entire yeah. thematic relevance of the movie. But she's like, wait a minute. I think I, let me, let me see here. <laughs> like as if she's in Deanna Jones putting it's together Because like I have yeah. it like scribbled up here instead of in this notes because it was an afterthought. Because I was like sitting here like, well, why does she get possessed? Like, you know, kind of going with like the exorcist ideas of like, how does one become open to possession? Well, and so, yeah, I, I had first to she just be a teenage girl. They're always yeah. saying like the te- it's the menses. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the menses. We're back to the menses. Let's just get it. But just then, um, I mean, but there's so if we say that her parents were dead, like Kat's parents mm-hmm. did die. So like the movie opens with like she's having a dream or a premonition that something bad's going to happen. And then the other student says, or like the nuns say, you know, your parents really did die. Is that where she has the mental break? Was she already having the break from the very beginning? Cause she had this like premonition. I, I, there's just so could she there's layers. And so many layers. Like, is that what happened to her parents? Like, right. Did, could she have influenced that somehow? If she right. was say possessed? Oh, 
man, I could spend, literally spend hours going over these theories in my head um, and thinking about what it all means for organized religion. Jackie, I've, like mm-hmm. I said, I feel like you're, you've been possessed by A24. Like you're literally, <laughs> like you're like right, reading your notebook and it's not even your handwriting. And it's like literally the themes and the beauty of A24 written in like shaky words on the side. You well, I mean, I did change my screen name for the episode. You know? <laughs> so, I'm no longer Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I'm now Ari Now you're sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- lover of all things A24. Yeah. I'm going to get you an iHeart A24 like bumper sticker. (laughs) I'm going to get you membership to the, the fact that they have a fan club makes me laugh so hard. I Mm -hmm. low-key want to be in it, but the fact that they have it. Um, I love everything this, so I I have to say if we had to like make a a fake name for this episode, it could be Cuckoo for Catholicism because both of these people kind of, (laughs) but I I worked so hard on that, you guys. Both of these films really make it like, well, am I crazy because of Catholicism? Am I a Catholic? So I'm crazy. Am I just crazy? Um, Right. Like, so it's just both of these films do that so well because this girl you could argue yeah jackie i agree with you the repression the loneliness she's the weird kid she's mm-hmm. the young one she's the like they go so like often or she's a senior she's a junior like they they put her in so many outcast lights at this school that and like the how awkward is the piano scene when she oh i was right. like crawling in my skin for her and that happens all the time fun fact as a high school person that happens all the time where you have to sit through a talent show and you just want it to end for their sake like Oh God, it was the, just watching her, her isolation is so heartbreaking and her awkwardness. And she, that, I mean, God, that actress killed it to me. Yeah. I just think, oh, so good. And the whole time you're like, are you good? She's not good. Like, no, because like, she has had that um, like attitude of indifference. Like she's super <laughs> earnest, like with her performance and like wanting to, you know, like make friends. But, and, but at the same time, she's so monotone, so indifferent that you're like, yeah, she's not good. <laughs> so true and like I loved Jackie you called to this like the awkward the only two men in the film had such creepy awkwardness mm-hmm. like in undertones to their relationships mm-hmm. like even the, the headmaster I was like oh god is he yes. like molesting her like oh god like and they write it so well without it being explicit that like I wish I could write something that good you know what I mean like and and the same thing with the father like you said is he, is mm-hmm. he gonna rape her is he gonna and then when the mom got in the car I was like oh my god the mom's gonna get like I was like they're cr- Ah, oh, the fact that every character makes you so uncomfortable in so many ways. Yeah. I'd say 24. I'm gushing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew I was going to gush. I didn't want to because it's elevated, but I, I have no choice. <laughs> um, All right. So anything else? Blackouts? What are we missing? I, I don't know. I, I love it. I just remember like the first time I saw this. And I think this is an A24 thing too. You're just like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh my God. I mean, all of a sudden she is cutting heads off and yelling Zero hail Satan. And it's little little Sally Draper. She hadn't been Sabrina by then. This is like prepping her True. for Sabrina. So <laughs> she's just like this tiny little thing that we had seen as the daughter in, you know, Mad Men. And now she's playing this, you know, psycho or possessed or person possessed. or just killer or it's just it's always surprising it's always something that you're just not expecting and i just i like it dark and this is dark this is yeah. dark yeah i mean arguably a, a walk in the park for what you're used to with your dark like the one movie that you put on your list i'm afraid of the coffee not yeah not you <laughs> oh, somebody yeah that one's good one. on, no yeah, yeah no, i'm scared list. yeah yeah too scared <laughs> can't handle it <laughs> 
Jackie will have stuff. to watch it and decide if I can, if I'll be able to handle it's good it. Stuff. <laughs> um, so this is light, but yeah, the it got real dark real quick. Like I was like, ah. both times you're like jarred. And right. what was up with the when she told her to shovel to the earth? I feel like that had to mean something, but I'm I, not smart enough to know. Yeah, I don't know either. Who says shovel to the earth, shovel to the ground? Like whatever weird thing she said, like. Like they oh, do wait, say yeah, it, that's but when you're like, it, like why? Were, she yeah. was clearing the snow. Away. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what does that well, mean? That had to down be to the earth. Shovel the driveway down to the earth. No, okay. yeah. I'm gonna have to go on like J store. Maybe that was some kind of like I don't know, hell reference or something. That's what I thought. Maybe or like it's a biblical a reference I'm not getting. Yeah. Am I being simple? Because I thought she just meant clear it till you can't see snow anymore, and you've no, gotten did. just she to did. the ground. But I, in my so, I, everything, that's a weird ass way to more. say it. Just say shovel the snow. Like, yeah, when did you, have you ever been like <laughs> down to the earth? Yeah, boy, but these are I like nuns. These are like religious people that are like on a different uh, level that would that would kind of pepper in some sort of like fanciful language. Don't worry, they're, give her five more twenty four nuns. They <laughs> are in a film. <laughs> like. They give me, give her five more movies and she'll overthink that too. This Don't isn't Whoopi. Yes. This is not Sister Act. These yes. are nuns in a film, not I a movie. I wish it were. Whoopi wouldn't have stood for that. I'll tell you right now. The movie yeah, would have been over. Fought back. <laughs> um, they would have fought back. That's the movie we deserve. Um, yes. But no, Jackie, a couple more movies and you'll overthink it like us too. I mm-hmm. think it's something. Okay. It's a okay. little A24 treasure that you're meant to, you know every movie like an advent like, calendar of of, of a24 yeah with every viewing mm-hmm. you get another delicious treat okay. like, i agree it is just a really weird thing like to say it is i think there's there's something there maybe like on our 10th watch we'll be like oh <laughs> you know like we'll get it we'll get there it means this yeah <laughs> is and then the, we is can the update Earth the Wikipedia. society and the shovel the puppy <laughs> and the puppy society well and but also enough, like Jackie. they told her to go shovel not the girl who just barfed at the table <laughs> like, or the like, girl it's almost her- like she's in God. trouble so you guys are going demonic so because my other episode name is demonic or demented you be the judge for both of these Ooh. films i know mm-hmm. i worked i, like I was bored too. yeah but so you both think yes there's a, an actual possession if you had to bet money on it i think i'm going mental illness Ooh. Jackie, oh, no i'm going, going satan possession. i'm going i'm going full satan I'm going mental. Yeah, I'm going mental too, but only because but, I've been warped by A24. <laughs> but at the same time, they did like perform an exorcism when she's in the mental. Like, I don't know. Right? She's in a mental hospital and then they're trying to do an exorcism. But if she's completely know, psychotic, it's just not going to work. And then she's going to go kill more people. It seems rational. It, that's but, what happened. So. Yeah, but neither did the mental health then. Here's the other thing that's, that kept me up ooh. at night. I was like, okay, the exorcism didn't work, but neither did our mental health care services. That's true. And she like escapes and no, obviously <laughs> if she took she probably killed Joan. I don't remember if they say that. Like she's just I got this license. The fake so. ID. Yeah. 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 I had to go back and look at that because I was like, wait, was that she's not Joan. <laughs> like no, I was like, so Joan so in the picture true. wasn't her. She has a fake ID. Right, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there were a couple of things I didn't get that first time. Um no, I okay, yeah, I'm with you, but there's so it's it just works so perfectly either mm. way. Yeah. All right. Um, and is is this ultimately a feminist film? Because I saw it argued both ways. And I would argue, yes, it's insanely feminist. If not for no other reason that the the girl who gets possessed or doesn't remains the focus the entire time. No man walks in and like 
changes the narrative either for the better by possess well she does but then again the priest shit the priest comes and exercises her yeah but it's still it better work or <laughs> True. did it like or did it. i don't know <laughs> but either way the, the possession got her you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i there was no like savior priest figure and i liked that um and i like that no male figure saved her i like that she kind of stayed evil i do yeah mm-hmm. i'm always here for a good villain that like yeah the villain kind of wins the day yeah and i still felt bad for her which is a hard thing to do after watching all that like usually in such a just vicious story i don't i'm not like oh poor thing still like right. i totally right. was still like poor thing <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> um oh man all right so speaking of possession and feminist mm-hmm. as fuck let's jump into saint <laughs> jackie better or worse than black coat um i don't want to say worse because I, I once again i really liked saint maude i think i liked black coat's daughter a little bit better but oh, i very okay. much enjoyed saint maude as well because i think this one i don't know though which one dials up the a24 on the a24 scale are you putting black coat above this <sighs> good question no, we need I to think do, that we need Saint to Maud, Yeah, I have to do a chart. I think that Saint <laughs> Maud is more eight twenty four because I don't. I think what I love so much about Saint Maud is this is a like eighty five minute film. It is short, sweet, to the point. That last shot, that's what A24 is all about, mm-hmm. where you're seeing one thing and something else is Changes, happening. And yeah. like it's same mod to me. It's on my top 25 list over at scariestthings.com. But I think it's a perfect movie. Um, I can't find any fault with it. Black Coat's Daughter, I think I find more fault with just from the choices the director made. And for St. Maud, this being Rose Glass's like debut feature, it's perfect to me. I love it. Love it, love it, That's love it. That's fair. I'm going to retweet all of that, yeah. Love, um, it, love it, love it. So true. And I think, yeah, it's just, oh, what a perfect little, to me, very A24 heavy, Jackie, which is mm-hmm. why I think, but um, yeah, no, just a, a beautiful, just a, a beautiful film with so much deliciousness to unpack. See now, and in the complete opposite of where I think Black Coat's daughter is like, Satan's coming to town. He's possessing mm-hmm. this girl. Let's see what happens. In this one, like, this is one where I feel like there was never a moment where I thought that Maud was, any of this was really happening to her. I was like, this is the psychotic break from yeah. the get Yeah, You know, yeah. this one, I completely... And then, like, you know, obviously, again, that last shot, like, that thought process is completely vindicated, which for mm-hmm. me, yes. and again, me, who does not watch A24, who likes to generally turn off my brain when I watch movies and not think, for me to be on the level and then see that last shot and be like, I was right. Yeah. It made me yeah. feel real good. Made me feel real good inside. <laughs> Love it. Agreed. Um. So some some cool things that, like go with that they had a really great issue of fangoria and i wish i had in front of me to reference but they had interviews with rose glass and it was about the making of saint Maud. and one thing that was really cool that i think adds a layer once you've seen the film is that there's a scene when Maud is like back in her apartment and it's after she's been fired from her job so she goes out you know she's been partying for a couple nights and thinks that god has abandoned her and then she starts hearing the voices again the voice that she's hearing is that actress like speaking and they just distorted it. So like, that's really her saying all the same words. So it is like Maud's 
Oh, snap. Voice in her own head. <laughs> nice. Mind like blown. speaking in Welsh or something because she is a Welsh actress. So I was like, oh, <gasps> that's super cool. So it good. All in her head. But I mean, yeah. she's on a mission from God, like from the God. Blues Brothers. She's on I'm on a mission from God. From God. So like save some people after she didn't save somebody. Like oh that's where she had her break. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. This is, this is just one of those movies that like, just in big neon letters spells out every reason why I don't support organized religion. Um, you know, yeah. just how I don't want to be so super general. Um, and I know it's not every person that has faith, but there are plenty of people that are like this where, you know, there is no rational conversation with certain people when it comes to, everyday life because they will inject their own religious beliefs into the conversation mm. and no matter how you speak to them no matter what you say everything that they say is just this uh, how do I want to say it I'm not trying to be too offensive as I say this but it's like they they back themselves up with the bible and they back themselves up with their belief and, you know, you want to shake them sometimes because belief isn't fact. It's okay to have belief. Yeah. It's okay to have faith. But you can't, you can't be so misguided to, to put fact into the same column as belief. Okay. At no point during the watching of this film, did either of you say, the first time you saw it, did either of you say for a second, like, be like, fuck, what if, what if she is? You no, never had, no. not for a second. No. Interesting. Okay. No. I'm going to own that for maybe one, or, like I, it was so obvious she was psychotic, but, and, and that's why I think it was so beautiful that they, they introduced the character with the terminal, like dude, Amanda Cole hit so hard and so good because here's this woman who is literally dying from a fucking mm -hmm. ridiculously unfair thing, facing death. If ever there's a moment where you're vulnerable, like where you know better and you're rational and you don't believe in these ridiculous things. If ever there's a moment where you might drink that Kool-Aid, it's that moment. Like, I would be so vulnerable in that moment because I do have a sprinkle of Catholic guilt built into my brain that will never fully go away. I, I don't know how other Catholics just completely do it. I'm proud of you. But, like, so there were seconds, little seconds here and there where I was like, what if she is doing <laughs> Like, I know that's crazy. But I, I think that, like, and the character, um, Jennifer Yale's character, Amanda, like, does allow Maud in a little bit. I know, and then regret at the it end of her herself. life. But then when Maud takes it to, you know, oh, the nth like, degree yeah, of like, well, now crazy. I have to throw your girlfriend out of the house and like, you can't have parties and you can't do this because I'm going to save your soul. Then she's like, yeah. no, dude. But also, I think that Maud, like, she converts to Catholicism and all of a sudden becomes. And has this break after she kills somebody in her previous, you know, like healthcare job. So I don't feel like hers is an organized religion thing. Hers is just her own little crazy like, religion. How do I yeah, she, it's make like up she, for I killed this person? Yeah. She has this break. And now she, she thinks gets like, oh, I'm obsessive. I have to save a soul. And like, God is talking to me and telling me how to do yeah. it no that's fair because it, it's not like she's just like okay well you know i have found god and i'm catholic now right it's like right she she has to atone so much for what she thinks she did wrong i mean she was what like an er nurse that wasn't yeah. able to save somebody you know that's 
that that's just life. You're not, you know, a, a nurse, a doctor, they're not going to save every person. And, and I agree that it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to turn to God for comfort and, you know, I'm a born again or whatever. Yeah, this right. went like, thing, I am trauma a, to the Bible. I mean, she was, uh, what's the word? Fla- uh, Self-flagellation. Flagula- fla- yeah. Flagulating. And she was had the things in her shoes, like yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I don't understand the point of like the measure of pain equaling because I think she thought that she deserved to suffer because of what she did, and that like this is how she proves her worthiness that she can then be spoken to by God and be sent to save the soul of this woman, which is what's so crazy when. All of a sudden, at that last, I don't know, five minutes of the film, and that demon face comes out. And you're oh like, my Wait god! A minute. Like she hasn't been thinking she's seeing demons and stuff. Right? Yet. She's just right. hearing God. She hasn't heard oh, or seen so anything scary. bad. So that part, I was like, oh shit! Like <laughs> me too. It goes from zero to a hundred. It goes from zero to a hundred. And there's such a fine, one of the themes of this film that like gives me goosebumps is how fine the line really is between like, okay, you're religious and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And oh shit, you're fucking crazy. Right. And in our society today, man, do I see people go over that fucking edge all the time. Mm -hmm. But like, to me, oh my God, you're right. It goes from like, okay, we had this trauma. We're, we're a little kooky to like, I feel like I took that journey with Amanda in a lot of ways where I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But at the beginning, Amanda was like, okay, like, uh, bless your heart. You know, like, all right, if you want to do that it's fine until she's like yeah until she's messing with her life and saying like your friends can't come over and doing stuff like that but oh my god so scary yeah but i love it the um i don't know how to pronounce her name more fred clark who plays maude is amazing yes oh my goodness yes i i was like what else is she in because she's so just devastating in this oh yeah she's fantastic and um rose glass like this was her first feature and now she's got a new one coming out in um march it's premiering it's coming out in march like in wide release but it's premiering at sundance called love lies bleeding starring kristen stewart about like it's a crime thriller about bodybuilders Oh hell yeah! I'm it's a Don't in. you worry? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm booking my seats now. You, there's so many yeah. things about that sentence Kristen that made Stewart, me really excited. Ed Harris. Yep, it's. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in too. And I just think this was so beautifully written and directed that I'm like giddy to see what she's gonna yeah. do next. Yeah, I um, can't wait to say this was so beautifully complex. I love that she tur- she like she was doing an interview and I forget where I got this from, but she talks about being raised Catholic and how it influenced her in the film. But she also says that she purposely made the characters have godgasms. And I love that term. I had, I never heard that before. And it made me cackle um, because it's such, she was like, yeah, I literally wanted to, uh, and I'm going to quote her pleasurable to have this scene be pleasurable yet extremely hard to watch. Um, and I, I agree. It was so, like and and I get the impression that like Amanda Cole's just messing with her and just rolling with it mm-hmm. in a moment of like ah it's what hard could it do, um right but that whole scene was just so uncomfortably and and Maude does it a couple times in the film where you're like oh man the god calling it a godgasm is hilarious and what better way to talk about like religion and your relationship to like extreme Catholicism than like pleasurable yet awkward and uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's just, it's the extremes that she goes to, like where she's, 
when she's having her moments with God, she's having her Godgasms. Mm-hmm. And then at the opposite end of the spectrum, she's putting broken glass in her shoe and walking around to get back to that. You know, it, it's it's and the, the extreme. Classic. Are, yeah. are, mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's and these are crazy. all things. I did a little research. Yeah. I took I dusted off the old Bible. I yeah. did a little research. This is all shit that people did. I mean, apparently mm-hmm. it was very normal in Renaissance and medieval times. Medieval times to uh eat to, those turkey legs. I went on <laughs> drink. No napkin. Wait, they give me a napkin. Give me a napkin. <laughs> what are we like? What are we out of Molly? Um so but like how funny that people would really claim that their religious their religion regularly like it was godgasms were a thing in real mm-hmm. life for catholic uppers in the back of the day and obviously so was flagellation had a huge history in the church mm-hmm. so fucking but I creepy think, yeah i mean that's it's not a24 but that's what you know martyrs is that's what they're looking for oh, they're yeah. saying you're seeing that they're trying to use pain to get to that next spiritual level. And I think that that's what Maude thinks at the end, that very, the last 60 seconds of the movie, she's like, I did it. I saved her soul. I killed the demon. And now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to like bask in the fiery glow of the Lord's love. And then they show what the people on the beach are seeing. And you're just like, Oh, like that, is oh what a one scene of the best scenes so ever that it's was so such a great good. way to end the movie yes so jarring too you're yeah. like ah! yeah. like you know like you know but you're still so jarred by see it's like two seconds long too yes oh my god it so is I've- it's just two seconds and it's just spin the camera the other way from Maud's point of view of like this is the best day of my life yeah to horrified people on this horrific beach just oh. like oh my god literally I, I got i was such an american i got all well maybe such a new yorker i got all worked up when it said coney island coney island like, yeah i was like how dare you where's nathan's then huh yeah. <laughs> like i got all indignant like how dare you british it's ours um it probably belonged to that person i don't even know um uh, but ours is more popular as she lives in new york <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah biggest hypocrite i know um um, the other interesting thing so I started like I, I brushed up on my Mary Magdalene because I find her fascinating and I find the the history of the fact that whether or not this person was actually a real prostitute I go down that I love that rabbit hole but I also did not know that St. Afro, which is the hospital that she kills the person at was also a prostitute uh, mm-hmm. according to real St. mythology whatever you want uh, mythology is a terrible word St. History myth, I don't know, whatever that you would call it. I don't want to offend anybody. But um, as we sit here crapping on organized right. religion all day. Um, but like um it, they they so apparently this prostitute hit a bishop who claimed he could hear voices and claimed that like people were trying to to like God was trying to contact him, and then she was burned alive for hiding the bishop. So I was like, there is a lot of Ooh, juicy stuff. There's layers yeah. there. Mm. There's layers there. And so maybe there's also a layer of like this idea that like What's the lie? Like, maybe all the saints were just, if they had better healthcare services, you know what I mean? Like, Joan of Arc heard voices. Maybe mm-hmm. she just needed a good therapist. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's There's something to be said for going. And again, when a movie gives me this much to chew on, I just can't get enough of it. And that's why I, even though I want to be emo and seasonal effective, it's, I love these movies, Jackie. I can't help me it. Me too. <laughs> me too. I just, this movie, it's perfect. I mean, it is so short so tight there's no fluff there's nothing you don't need and i am a 
hater of long ass movies. Like <laughs> most of my complaints are like that movie's too long, but not this one. <laughs> it was so, it was so short. And I, I just love it. I just love it. And I'm super excited, Jackie, that you liked it. Cause yeah, I really did. I, I was worried I was... that we were just torturing you. <laughs> yeah. This, this was going to be the winter of my discontent, yes. but uh, <laughs> it turned around and it was, it was, I was pleasantly surprised. And I had told Marissa, Going into this very open-minded, I'm not going to go in with a poo-poo attitude, going in open-minded and let's just see what happens and see, sometimes it works out for the best. Yeah. Um. So Liz, your hot take prediction, she has to endure Bo is Afraid oh, and no. The Killing of Sacred Deer, which Killing I of Sacred. I like that one. Bo is Afraid is a it's a slog. You know what? Oh, I really don't tell liked that. the first third of the movie. I loved the first third of the movie. Oh no! If you thought it was a slog, Jackie's Ooh. gonna turn. Jackie, you're gonna Jackie. turn it off. You're gonna have to <laughs> like treat it as a series, and like divide it into nights. Oh, okay. that's a good idea. Or one like, and a half it, like you do when it gets yeah. Rough. Put like, a little intermission. Put a little intermission yeah, what in, in there. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Is it only YouTube where you can watch it on high speed? Um, Netflix, Netflix you on your phone. Netflix. Yeah, Jackie, yeah, there Netflix. you go. One and a half at Jackie. You'll be oh, all right. 100%. The first Jeez, don't tell her that. 45 minutes, keep it. But then then one and a half it. Oh, no. I should have done logged through. Men and, lo- men and you keep it up and you'll do men and lamb, Jackie. Watch out. <laughs> They're oh, both man. very rough. They're both. Yeah. To me, the most a 24 ist in all the not pleasant ways. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, but I, then I everybody... mean, you like you've seen Midsummer and Hereditary. I love Midsummer, Are you fans of those, Jackie? I didn't see Midsummer, and I always joke I haven't seen Midsummer because I've seen um, Wicker Man, Wicker Man, and so I don't need to see I don't need to see Midsummer because I've seen Wicker with Man. Midsummer's better. I no. mean, I don't know. Um, Hereditary, I enjoyed. I okay. love Tony Collette. I really, yeah. really liked Hereditary, but again, like, I like with these movies, like it's a one and done. Like it's nothing I'm ever. You know, I can't I'm imagine opposite. a scenario. I can watch her like hereditary. I'll put on as like one of my self soothing. You know what though? It doesn't like make movies. sense that like I sit here and I say that like hereditary is one and done. Like I can't imagine a scenario when I watch it again. The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. That is my self soothing. Put it on in the background. Yeah. I watch it like monthly. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I'm a conundrum. Who knows with me? <laughs> um, but no, I really did. I hereditary. I thought was fantastic. Um, I say give Midsummer a chance. I think you'd like it. I think you'd enjoy it to a point. (laughs) I think you'd get angry, but I think you would. I love Midsummer too. I think it's a brilliant movie. I like what's her name, Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a crush on her. her. Yeah, she's adorable. Um, So cute. I just, Um, I think they have a lot of good stuff, horror and and non horror horror adjacent. And mm-hmm. non-horror, like uncut gems and stuff like that. Like right. I, they take so risks. They do. Um, the monsters are really good, like horror movie from 2016 with Zoe Kazan. That's like the mother and daughter. Oh yeah, I did um, really like, like that. Like kind one. of like road trip-ish mm-hmm. movie. That one's really good. It comes There's at so night. That's awesome. You would like that Jackie. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is not like doesn't even feel like you're watching. And it's and I mean, I liked it. I liked the movie itself. I thought it was fun. Um, it was funny. I love just for the payoff alone when you actually find out what happened to Pete Davidson's character, like <laughs> is worth watching the movie. So worth it. Like um a hundred percent. I do I I want to say that um for those that listened to our last episode, our best of 2023. 
I have done some homework and I have watched a couple of movies that were on Marissa's list. So I watched The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Probably one of yes. the best Frankenstein retellings that I've seen. And the ending was, oh God, I loved, I loved the it's alive moment. Like that was just such a, I love when it's not like if you're going to do, I actually directed a version of Frankenstein when I was in college in our, um in our lab theater. And one of my biggest lines to my actors was like, I am never going to tell you how to act. Like I'm an actor myself. I'm never going to tell you how to deliver a line. But I remember I told my Victor Frankenstein that if you scream, it's alive, I'm going to recast you. I'm like, <laughs> I do not want you to don't play the movie. And so we worked the scene a couple different ways of how he could deliver it's alive, it's alive. And so I always can appreciate when you take that classic line, but you do it creatively and so the way that they did that the way that they used that line in that movie that movie was fantastic um i watched cocaine bear yeah and that was an absolute five-star delight the yes! cocaine bear um, <laughs> if you will <laughs> if you will the cocaine <laughs> the uh, film. Yeah. there was there was nothing that i disliked in that movie that was five star across the oh, board chef's kiss I'm gonna watch that's that a comfort movie, movie for me. <laughs> that that I mean that was just it was so funny and and like I said I I texted the both of you in our in our group text that I maybe got a little bit teary eyed yeah. uh, at one point <laughs> when I thought something happened to our cocaine bear um yeah, uh, and I was getting worried <laughs> I got I got a little teary eyed and I you got do. worried but the baby and, cocaine and, bears are adorable yep. too I know I don't see why we can't like, have one. <laughs> They're like polar bears. Because, <laughs> you know, they're just covered in one. cocaine. Oh, my God. Elizabeth Banks delights me at every Oh, turn. my God. I love her. And it was too. so good. And I was more. not prepared for Ray Liotta. Yes. R.I.P. Oh, all right. Ray Liotta. I think it was his last film. Perfect. Was it? Oh, yeah. I, I was so. going to say, because he yeah. passed You do a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. You do um, a lot worse so yeah. than Cocaine Bear. Was not prepared for to see him. Um, everything was just great. Yeah. Um, Perfect and movie. The, the other thing is I finished watching The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, I was yeah. holy oh, crap. I didn't yeah, I, I knew that I was going to like it. Yeah. Here's the thing, the only reason I hadn't watched it is because I wanted to reread a couple of the post stories because it has uh, been probably mm -hmm. a decade since I have glanced at any of the post stories. So I was holding off because I'm like I want to wait and read a couple of these stories to have them like fresh in my mm -hmm. head. I have a complete works of Poe on my shelf and I haven't opened it in a long time. And it was kind of a crusty book back then. And I like mm -hmm. opened it up and it's like, I, it's literally to the point where like, it's a very old book that I need to throw away. It is a crusty copy. Crusty. So I'm like, I, I'm so like, I put it off, put it off. And then what are you, you doing with your Poe that it gets crusty? Over the years? Was, you know, it was an old, honestly, it was an old book when I bought it. And it's just been sitting on the shelf getting crustier day by day. Mm -hmm. That's what's um, happening to my Stephen King's too. And you're like, <laughs> I'll never need that. So Mike Flanagan says, oh, yes, you do. Yeah. Well, and so like, like I said, I've been, yeah. I've been holding off. And when it was number, when it was like the number one for you, Marissa. I, was I know like, I kept ranting and raving. Yeah. I have to. So and like good. I said, I have not. I mean, generally with like the Netflix Mike Flanagan stuff, even with his Ouija board movie. 
is is wonderful honestly the only thing i didn't like that was mike flanagan was the haunting of bly manor yeah but that was mostly because i can't stand that that one actress the girl like the lead actress um i don't like the guy because he played luke in the hill house and then he played like the main guy in yeah this Bly is Manor. the one where the it was she played nelly in hill house oh, and yeah, then she played yeah. the, the lead you. I, yeah i don't think she's a very good oh, actress i okay, couldn't stand okay. her i didn't mind her as nelly in hill mm-hmm. house in Bly manor i just thought she was so annoying and i could so i don't Fair. like Bly. but hill house was amazing mm-hmm. um midnight mass blew me away oh my god i actually yeah. never finished i realized i never finished the midnight club so after i finished oh, usher today I, I started to to go back and finish midnight club but um but yeah the fall of the house of oh, usher was just that's why it was i i heard my oh number my one god. it was just blew oh, me away so i really hope like i know mike flanagan's doing the dark tower now yes. like that's what he's yeah. doing and i think he's doing it for amazon so netflix oh, yeah so i know he's, I, mean, I know he's done with netflix again if they lost okay. him it was the biggest mistake ever yeah. but like i would totally watch a series with mark hamill's character pim like please give me a series oh my god like his yes. adventures that would be amazing but I dude everything about it was habit. perfection yeah no i was i was really happy um i i found i did look up online like you know what stories should i read up on before i watch yeah. usher just to kind of have it in my head and then because i didn't realize the way that they titled each of the episodes yeah, was like you know yeah. the mask of the red death and the murder at the room work i didn't realize they had done that so um so honestly so what i did is i just got smart and when i finish that up i get in my car to go home from work today i pop on i found an audiobook that has the majority of those stories oh, in it and i'm like okay audiobook Perfect. and so now i'm yep. listening to poe and and catching up on everything if carla giudici doesn't win an emmy nod i'm gonna riot no one's gonna care but i'm gonna riot down the streets of my town i don't even care love her oh yeah <laughs> because she was just oh my god perfection in this yeah, i've no never way. i don't want to spoil anything for anybody because if you haven't right. watched it you need to drop everything but she her portrayal just her acting oh you know who mm-hmm. i didn't realize she was so it's it's carla gugino right mm-hmm. gugino sorry um she is one of the girl scouts in troop beverly hills she sure is what? I did not realize what? that. And Wait, I was looking gonna, up something today <laughs> and I saw something and it's like, oh, Carly Gugino got her start in blah, blah, blah in Troop Beverly Hills. And I was like, which one was she? And I was like, oh, you recognize her. Is. Yeah, it's totally her. Beverly Hills. What a thrill. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, oh my God, God it's her. Yeah, I know. And now I want to watch that. Now I'm going to have a little <laughs> Carly Gugino marathon and I'm going to start with Troop Beverly Hills. She is adorable. She is the gift that keeps on giving since she was yeah, little. She's right? adorable. So you know adorable. who else is in Troop uh, or is, is in Beverly Hills, Maris? Craig, who? Craig Nelson Nels. Yeah. Now, Craig T. Nelson. now my hearts. I can't I can't hit Craig, Craig 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 T. Nelson or Craig <laughs> Craig Nels Nels is is in that movie. Looking. Now, now I need to watch. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Now. Oh now my god, she's so adorably her as a little kid in this picture that it's like I, I looked over. But she looks like, like exactly the same. Just yes. like yeah, tinier. Yeah, so <laughs> cute. Oh my god, so cute. Yeah, so scary. Um, yeah, yeah no, that was like, one of the best by far. With, with my, and and again, we mentioned it earlier in the episode, like how A24 uses, like you know, has their core group of actors. Mm-hmm. That that Mike Flanagan troupe yes. of actors, like. They can all. do no yeah. wrong. Henry Thomas. How did I hate him as much as Siegel. I did? You I know, like they're just, 
they're in, oh. they're incredible like they how, how do they keep doing this they're so good i know imagine poor rob zombie sitting home like of course he gets a really good actress wife <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sherry Moon. Sherry Moon, if you're listening, I apologize. JK. We love you. Don't listen to the haters. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. (laughs) Love you, girl. Love you, Sherry Moon. You finally showed them in Lords of Salem. Yeah. All right. So, Jackie, what are the 824s? So, you, Marissa, you're going to make her watch Boa's Afraid and Killing of a Sacred Deer. I I had to, I defer to the, I'm going to say you saved her for this one. You picked two great ones. I let our other guests pick these two. Okay. They're mean. They're mean. They are mean. Wait to listen. I'm going to say you need to watch, um, Green Room. If you haven't seen seen Green Green Room. Room. We did an episode on Green Room. I've seen, so I can tell you that I've seen Room. I've seen Swiss Army Man. I've seen Witch. I've seen Hereditary. X Pearl. I made her watch this. Yeah. <laughs> then add go to do climax. That's a great oh one. Gaspar okay. Noe's. All right, um, I'm writing that down. Oh, that one's so good. Never it's very, it. very uncomfortable. Do Midsommar. I think that's just a great movie. I watch that kind of on a regular basis too. Um you kind say of, it's so fancy. You actually pronounce it properly. I'm like midsummer. Yeah, that's Not how Joe. Really, um, that's how Joe from Fright School always says. He always like midsummer. I know they're so fancy. <laughs> Not really horror, but First Reformed with Ethan Hawke is really really great. It's a oh, like kind Ethan of like of a, a thriller. I'm um, fighting with Ethan also Hawke a right religious now. one. Oh, are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, just is it from that the world movie behind on Netflix. Yeah. You know what? People can come at me for horror all they want. That shit made me lose sleep for like three days. I don't know. Thank you. No, thank you. So I just like my... seeing Julia Roberts like playing a cursing Karen. I, I thought she was really good. <laughs> it, it was so well acted and so disturbing. I actually really liked the little speech about people and everything. Like it hit, mm-hmm. it hit me too hard, guys. I can't sleep. I don't want to talk about it. I won't sleep tonight. And I really like the ending and I know people hate it. I like the ending really too. Like I thought it was ending. perfection. Me too. Yeah. Me, I thought, oh, me too. But it honestly, dude, it shook me bad. Like, just I don't need to be reminded of everything we're all living with in our heart all day, every day. Yeah, like, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But it was I, Jackie. Did you watch it? No. Um, I watched Tangled for the first time. No, <laughs> a delightful movie. Yeah, I love it. Delightful movie. Now, what I tell a you, you different from my... what you guys are talking yeah. about. But I watched. Yeah. Tangled hey, for the you gotta first have time. balance. That's right. You now, what I balance. tell you, you broke my smolder. You'll get it. That's true. I say that That's all the true. time. Like, you broke my smolder. Anytime somebody <laughs> touches me. <laughs> I love Flynn Rider. That's a good movie. Isn't that Mandy Moore in that yeah. one? An adorable. She's a little treasure. She is a little treasure. The soundtrack is yeah. good for that one. I, yeah, no, I, I used, like the music. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That was really I good. I still sing the Mother Knows Best song to the girls and creep them out all the time, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, no, so there it is. Demonic or Demented. You be the judge. I love it. <laughs> um, Liz Williams, thank you so, so much. Um, Can you please gush about how awesome uh, your crew is and what you do over at the Scariest oh, Things podcast? Thank you. You can find us at scariestthings.com, 1T. We have a website. We do book reviews, movie reviews, all sorts of fun dead lists. And we have our podcast that you can get wherever you download your podcasts. So yeah, check and us out. Actually go to their website because unlike ours, it's just like a banana dancing. <laughs> a gift like a peanut butter jelly t- like it's 1998 it's um, a legit one we're working yeah, on some uh we're making some tweaks though no so yours is so good any, uh, oh 
see i i think you guys already looked great and you have so many great like con their content is just non-stop you guys yeah. gotta thank definitely you, thank follow you. them yeah i'm so impressed by your website i'm like ours we will put something up at some point um, well i mean we we should learn how to put something up on the website first a o l let me get my prodigy floppy disk out, Jackie. Hold on. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for our friend Stephen Bay from oh, Analog God. Jones and the Temple of Film, he built our, we had like a basic one. It was and a then banana. Stephen, who actually knows what he's doing, right. built our website. And, and it looks as pretty as, as it is now because of Stephen. Oh. We've got all sorts of content. We are trying to, we, we put stuff up at least a couple times a week. So yeah, check it out. There's always something fun. So oh, many yeah. reviews. Right now, I so think many we have lists. our uh, best posters of the year. We just did, and best. Short that was a fun ones. one. Yeah, yeah, I love the. I have to say, I'm a sucker for the lists. Those are my favorite yep. scariest things. Yeah, that, uh, me too. I like content. But yes, everybody, please check them out. They are all so awesome and hilarious. And every what I love the most is that every episode is stuff that I'm like, oh, I gotta put that. Like my giant grow list of two watch just grows and grows and grows. Because <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, appreciate you guys, and thanks for taking the time to come chat with us about a twenty four absolutely we yes, went a little off the rails you. but hey if mike hey, flanagan made something for a24 I-, I would just keel over and die so right? that's it it would be it for me that would be the peak yeah, of my li- yeah i'd be, be done <laughs> yeah i would never watch another film again nope. guilty feet <laughs> they have no rhythm no i'm not doing it oh <laughs> um, jackie you, i think yeah. and i think on a george michael note is where we end a classy episode i don't know if you know that that's it the is, sign I that we I believe cue the saxophone of careless whispers. Um, Quiet boy, you want to get sued? <laughs> so we hope you guys have enjoyed, Liz. It was it. Thank you for picking you. You picked just the right a twenty four for me. Fingers crossed that Katie will will do the same for us. Nope. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, we'll have, but you'll have to tune in to find out about my continuing adventures into A24. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search for Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there. You can also catch this podcast every other Sunday on your favorite podcasting app. And on that note, uh, 24. <laughs> uh, uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 